everybody, it's Beer 30 Live. Uh, hi, how you doing? Oh. Hola. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't ready for my own cue. I was listening <laughs> to music, and I got all excited. started to fade it out. I'm yeah. like, God damn, like, oh, what do I say that's now? Me. Oh, 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 I got nothing. Yes. Hello. Hello, welcome. No, I'm wow. going to tell you, uh, I'm Pete, for, uh, uh, Pete uh, Wright, and uh, uh, Mary Bradbury Jones, hello. Hello. And hello. Jamie Whitley, uh, hey, welcome. Uh, uh, welcome back to uh, John Barleycorn's uh, McMinimins. Very quiet in here today. Where is it everybody? Is. Where is everybody? And it's today's sunny, Thursday. It's a nice day. You would, you would and think that maybe yeah. people this is like one of those episodes, like Fringe, you know, where just people disappear. Like everybody's oh. gone. You know, and Twilight I'm so happy. Zone. And Fringe is starting to come back on. Oh, now. I can't wait. All my little shows. Oh, now see, this okay. isn't a show I've heard of. Fringe. What? Oh, you oh, got to go catch man. up on Fringe. It's Fringe is dumb. Really? Best. What's this? Yeah. What's yeah. it all about? Fringe. It's well, it's like uh, X Files. It, it, it's Twilight Zone. Oh, so it's sci-fi. It's sci-fi. Okay. It's fantastic. But you know, Pacey Pacey Witter is on it. Pacey's, Pacey's all grown up from Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Don't you? This was oh, like yeah. I did not watch Dawson's Creek. Yeah, no. Creek. All right, all right. Well, anyway, he's all grown up and he has a oh, permanent a perma five o'clock shadow uh, yeah, going. So it's, that, uh, he's very metro show. and all in and very cool. But and, the main character, the lady, she's yeah. she's hot too. So that's she's good too. really she's, you know, she's from like Australia or something. I'm gonna like say that, it. Right? Yeah, she's yeah. smoking. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. Yeah, they try to they try to bland her down. They do. That hard to do. Yeah, really. It's not like why do they want to blend her down? You no, think they you know, she's like an this FBI, FBI kind of, right. you know. So you don't want this really. Well, come on, you know, CSI, okay. they waltz around with, yeah, you know, they're it's, crime it's, scene investigators with their boobs hanging out. Yeah. And yeah, let me tell you, like not a problem with that. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. That's why yeah. half the guys in America watched Friends when it first came out, because it was three chicks that walked around wearing tight shirts. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That's the <laughs> yeah. formula for that so, show. That's exactly right. What's the what's problem? Point? Yeah. Exactly. No, what channel is this on? Is it on the side of the This is channel? a Fox, uh, yeah, a oh, Fox okay. show. Bones is back on. That starts tonight. You know, so were I you into the show. Bones? Oh, yeah. Did you I do like the Bones? Bones, bones I, uh, has a really bones. strong following. Yes. I mean, the, I don't watch yeah. it, but the people are really it's insane. It's David Boreanaz. People dig that guy. Yeah. The, the Bones is really good. The the mysteries are pretty cool. The science is cool. It's one of the reasons why we watch it. It's kind of interesting to see how they do it. But don't they weave humor into it? Is that right? So it's kind of funny. A lot of sarcasm and humor that's involved in it. Have you guys done uh, Psych? No. No. Done Psych? Have you done the show? Have you watched Psych? Done Psych? I'm speaking colloquially. Oh, I get it. No, it's a, it's a, okay, uh, remember West Wing? Yes. Yes. So the assistant, uh, president's uh, assistant, you know? Jacob Staff? No, his, uh, the uh, Dulé Hill. uh, Oh, yes. Right. Okay. So, Who dated his daughter for a while. Yes, he did. He okay. was fantastic. So he is now on this show, Psych, with uh, another guy, James Rodea. It's one of their fourth season. They've been on for a long time, but they're on um, uh, like TNT or some ran- one of the random networks. Okay. Uh, and it's all about uh, the other guy plays a, a, he's very observant, apparently that's his character thing, but everybody thinks he's a psychic. And so he just went with it. So now they started a <gasps> psychic detective agency. <laughs> he's not really psychic, psychic. but uh-huh. it, it is a very funny show and they are partners. And uh, mm-hmm. that's that's one that's worth catching. It's it's lightweight, you know. I like. Was light. Lie to Me renewed? Do you guys know? I don't know. Lie to I Me. I don't know. Have you ever seen that show? Uh-uh. Oh, that is a great show. No, I uh, haven't. You know the show, Lie yeah, to well, Me? Yeah, well, it's the uh, the psychiatrist one, right? Uh, well, he's a shrink. He, he, yeah, but he has studies people's facial features and their gestures to know if they're lying. Oh, interesting. And yeah. then so he solves crimes and things based, based upon interviewing people and looking at videotapes. Exactly. Yeah. Did you flinch? Mm-hmm. Did you did you scratch your head when you were talking about something? Did you slump your shoulders? How did you do it? And I've read that that the vast majority of what they do is based upon science that they have some 
experts who are there consulting with them, and it's very true. So it's really interesting. Oh, that'd be cool. So then That's in my family cool. then, we're taking that and we'll and talk trying, to each other, trying to fool the other person. They say, wait a second, you, you know, you scratched your nose when you said that, you're lying. It's that whole NLP thing. Are you lying because yeah, you looked up and laughed? Exactly. Right? Oh. Yeah, so it's very cool. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. It's a good show, but Bones Well, it looks tonight, like, so. it must be, because I just Googled it and there it is. I mean, up. there's Fox season premiere Monday, September 28th. Oh, it's coming yeah. up. I'm so excited. So. That's coming back. Um, oh, I just went through my uh, my TiVo thing, got all my things set up. What else? That's uh, what we did the other day, too. Yeah, you got to yeah. get it all set all up. What do you mean? Well, you got to set up the schedule up when the you series. want your series to record. Well, I know, but if it's from the last season, isn't it just going to start recording? I delete well, I all know. that. I clean it all out because yeah. there's shows I don't watch. Yeah, Some or what if they change their nights or different things yeah. like that? So we reset it all up. And then we figured out we have a what problem on Thursday change? night. I, don't I know thought with TiVo, when you just like select the show. Well, I don't actually have night. TiVo. I say TiVo, but I don't have a TiVo. Oh, yeah. oh. I don't know. You might be right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like Pete, though. We we kind of get rid of it. Oh, do, oh okay. Start from scratch. Yeah. The, um, uh, def did you catch Defying Gravity? Did you ever look into that one? The no. space, Chicks in Space, Grey's Anatomy in Space. Oh, that you that told me good. about that, that, that on that one. No, I have that not one I think they is, run around I think in, in like short tops and stuff. Chicks yeah, yes, with no gravity, except for there is mysteriously gravity. It's They're not very good at playing with gravity. Occasionally yeah. they'll talk about how they have all this science about gravity in the next scene you'll see a, uh, somebody throwing, tossing a baseball up in the air and it has no trouble <laughs> coming right back down to his hands. Yeah, I would pick that apart too. That much. one is That's a eight. Uh, they've done, I think, eight episodes. That's on a break now because oh. it was an early season launch, and uh, it's been replaced by some of the returns. When, when, oh. when is Lost? House. When is Lost coming? Yeah. When is Lost coming? Yeah. Probably not remember, till like January. I, I, I can never get into Lost. Never. I know. I, I'm going to get it. I have it. to watch this season. But do Dexter. Do Netflix it. Dexter, you yeah, guys. I started watching that. I did. I watched that for a season. It was good. I need to... Uh, we like Dexter. I need oh. to get online and get the rest of them. I just yeah. finished season three. Uh, uh, I just finished last True week. Blood from HBO. That was okay. Yeah, what did you think of True Blood? Well, it was all right. You know the problem with Suki? 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 Suki can't act her way out of a wet paper bag. She's she like, to. she is just terrible. She doesn't need to act. Oh, well... <laughs> You know, there's that, but she's just, yeah, she's just terrible. I didn't really like the plot line in this season two. It wasn't as good. Yeah. As the well, first season, I haven't so. seen season two. We yeah. just since we do it. Oh, after it, the fact. Yeah, it wasn't as good. I didn't think, but so that good. just ended Sunday night. So. I started calling uh, my wife Sookie. No, oh, I had to call her. She doesn't. I don't know that she doesn't get the rep. She didn't watch True Blood. But yeah. Okay. She's she's Sookie. Well, we were talking the other night because when you look at the ads, you know, like when HBO is just doing their ads, yeah. it it doesn't look like it would be good because of just how the ads are. Oh, really? But I think it's because you're not, you don't understand this, you know, you yeah. don't know what's going on in those ads. You don't understand the relationships or whatever right. the storyline is. And so when you just look at it, you know, it's kind of. It's good. It's kind of an edgy vampire. Vampires are I mean, in now, right? Sex and I blood. Mean, oh, there's yeah. a whole exactly. new vampire so, diaries. Yeah, I watched the first thing. It's it lame. Like, yeah, it was very lame. It was like 90210 It's going to be canceled. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I know, I'm, I know you're probably on the edge of your seat for Melrose Place. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Please. no. You know, it's funny because all the I, Melrose Place, of course, uh, what was the other one? Uh, the 90210 is back. Uh -huh. there was another, the movie Fame is now coming out, and, and we're betting I our house. Fame. Yeah, but how long till now there's a Fame TV show? Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure, right? No, but That's I love the Fame next. TV show, but. Yeah. yeah, I did too. But I mean, it's like everything that was old is. Yes, I know. Again. It's all because being recycled. Because there's a dearth of, of creativity. Nobody can come up with anything original anymore. It's all going to be recycled. Yeah. It's Fashion, all recycled. That's why you should listen to this music. show more because it is very creative. Yeah, it's it is totally original because we have no idea what we're going to talk about. <laughs> we never prep. We just never show prepare. up, start drinking and talking. Uh -huh. um, I did look up uh, Lost. Looks life. like it does not start till it says begins early 2010. All right. All right. 
So I had a feeling they'd be like January. You know, we'll be, have January to May and it's yeah. over. And yeah. Uh, Glee. You watch Glee? Yeah. No. 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 I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna admit it. That's my <laughs> guilty pleasure. I'm gonna say I, it, it out looks, loud. It looks a wee bit queer. Yeah. No, no, no it's queer. <laughs> it's all queer. The second episode, the uh, Glee uh, coach uh, actually starts a male acapella group, which you know, you know I gotta you tell were you, part of. It's. We it's, need to get uh, your little group in here and let's get you. It's not. It's no. There's. You know what the thing <laughs> oh, is? Oh please. There's nothing, uh, no. There's, there's nothing some cool dignity. about it. No. It's there's a lot of dignity uh, when no one's with you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like this. <laughs> and you're all and you're all fire, together yeah. then you think because there's, there's you know who's cool. you know who's yeah. uh, you know who's cooler nobody yeah when you're together and you got your whole group think and yeah. you realize oh my god we are so stupid <laughs> this is so gay oh my god oh that's oh, funny man. yeah very funny uh, so that's a uh, definitely a guilty pleasure um <laughs> for some of us for some of us <laughs> for others not <laughs> even <laughs> Uh, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, no guilt, no pleasure. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, what's going on in the news? What What's new this week? I'm totally I, okay. So I walk in to set up. I'm uh, totally. I've been burning at both ends. Okay. I got just too many projects, and I'm way behind on news. And the first thing Mary says is, "Oh, I got stuff, but I can't tell you because I want to. I want to tell you, and I want to get your natural reaction." <laughs> Well, no, Mary, I just had a few have? healthcare examples. Well, Mr. Well, DeMille, I'm ready. I'm ready for my care. Is I mean, it's still this is the, the hot topic. The big debate, isn't it, right now? Yeah. Yeah. So I have, I have a couple things, but you want to start with healthcare? Sure, if we want to. What do you want to talk about? Well, I was just uh, going to talk about, you know, when we, uh, the whole pre existing condition thing. Yes. And so just a couple things where I think this is quite interesting um, that uh, are coming out around people with pre existing conditions. So. In it turns some, out that's fraudulent now. In some cases, in, in seven states plus the District of Columbia, getting beaten up by your spouse is a pre-existing condition. Oh, my God. So what they say is um, you're in a marriage with someone who's beaten you in the past. You're more likely to get beaten again, and so yeah. therefore you're too expensive to insure. We don't, Or we will, but if you have any injuries due to being beaten, we don't cover those. Yeah. Um, wow. Then you've got... Um, Wait a minute. What? Yes. Yes, yeah, so if your spouse beats you... And you need to go to the hospital for treatment. It's your fault. Yes. Well, so well, it's because you're it's not. Are you serious? You're with a person gonna, who will. We don't have you. anything to say about. Well, you're that? managing risk, so I'm not defending the practice. No one's saying I don't think this is cool, but the business is saying, how risky are you to to uh, use services that go beyond your premiums? And if you fall into that category, your the risk is high. So they say we're not going to insure you. It's shitty. But you understand My where it comes God. from. And this shows you where one of the things I think with the whole health care reform has been the different things, how they, dis they do discriminate based on different groups of people. And obviously women are getting hit in a few categories. So that's one. The second one has to do with um, maternity issues. And um, but according to Kaiser Family Foundation, only 14 states have a requirement to actually cover that. <laughs> so... Um, wait, wait, wait. To cover so, some what? states won't cover pregnancy because what they'll say is having a child is a matter of choice, mm -hmm. right? And therefore they won't, you know, they'll cover you for this, but if you get pregnant, they won't, they won't cover that. Um, and and they go on here to talk about how even um, Bobby Jindal spoke of that truth when he did one of his, um, maybe it was when he did that 
horrible rebuttal to yeah but where he says there when he was talking about his parents when they arrived in baton rouge my mother was already four and a half months pregnant i was what folks in the insurance industry now call a pre-existing condition yeah yeah so um so talking there well now here's an interesting thing um, so it, they go on to talk, when a woman isn't currently pregnant, she often still can't get coverage. Now many insurers consider a cesarean, a C-section, a pre-existing condition. So mm. if you had one prior, you're more than likely they, well, and they one, won't right. cover it if you need another one. And right. this is, this is coming, there was a Colorado woman um, who had golden rule insurance out of, uh, well, obviously out of Colorado. And she was turned down because she had given birth by, by C-section. Um, and it looks like, at least the, uh, what it's alluding to here, it looks like that she had the baby by C-section and then they came back around to say we won't yeah, we're not pay for it. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. Well, it does, it does show to me that if we aren't going to go to a single pair, and I don't think we are, I just oh, I think, God, I think no. that They've, discussion is dead. They killed that. Clearly, as part of the process, there needs to be some standards that are set that go across all states. Uh, because what's happening is you have these insurance companies that are cherry-picking states, or they're the only game in town, and they set these standards, and, and they're not fair, and, and they're not certainly you know helpful for the average folks. And so you've got to set some kind of standardized process of the whole thing. So here's the minimum standard we accept, or the levels, or whatever you do. I don't, I don't think you have a choice. Well, it sounds like that's the, you know, as you look at these state-by-state -state rules, those, it appears that it's the state-by-state -state lack of consistency that's mm -hmm. a, maybe even a bigger problem. Hey, I would agree with that. I think the two thing. major problems are lack, and I've argued this before, lack of competition. There are a lot of states that only have one or two people yeah. that are mm -hmm. there, right? So there's no competition and right. then there are no standards. And there's no way for you as the consumer to shop eloquently among them mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. pick, okay, if, if the standards are all the same, who has the best price? Or, and maybe it's service for you. It's maybe any number of things. That's why, and I'll go back and harp on this again, the only plan that's come out that really solves that problem is, is the Ron Wyden plan. Well, and, and he's finally you, getting some press. You said that well, yeah, this last week. I, I read yeah, he, I mean, he met with Obama on Wednesday. I mean, the, he's really starting to get, it's starting to pick up speed because it's the only one that really sets standards, sets up exchanges mm -hmm. uh, in all the states, and then gives you the money uh, so you can personally make the decision that you want to make. And if you're so many X, the poverty level provides you with money and so you can mm -hmm. you know, select your own insurance for your family. And then it penalizes you, of course, if, if if you don't select insurance. Uh, I mean, he's the only one that really, in my opinion, outside of a single pair system, it's the only plan that really has well, solved the problem yeah. uh, that has been endorsed by the CBO and, and is cost neutral. It saves money, actually, over a couple of years. Well, and you have, I mean, the, obviously the Finance Committee plan, or just came out with their plan, oh, and they have fines if you don't That'll be pretty have insurance. Yeah, that's a mess. And <laughs> yet <laughs> there's things in there about um, leaving your employer. I mean, it's, it's anyway, a convoluted I, mess. I that, highly recommend. That plan that Bacchus came out yeah. with? Yeah, whatever, it's, it's, it's disgusting. It's a mess. It's disgusting. It'll yeah. never pass. I uh, mean, he got, he got shellacked and, from the right and the left. And I mean, it's, just, it's a yeah. pile of shit. And this is what they, and how long have they been working on this? Like a year? Or, I mean, well, probably not a year. Like this is, this but, is your I mean, big, your big brain dress comes up. I'm a big believer. The well, and why you come up like two pages. Yeah. Like you It's like a sketch on a napkin. Well, his is bigger than that. His summary, his summary that's on his website is only a couple of pages that lays it out. Well, but you got to keep it simple. But again, yeah. <laughs> but again, the CBO has looked at his and says after two years, it'll start saving money. Mm -hmm. It'll cover the vast majority of Americans. It'll keep prices down. I mean, it's it's the problem is, is it does this. It forces health insurance companies to compete 
-hmm. which I don't think they really want to do. No, I think that's really? one of the reasons you don't think why. So? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's huh. one of the reasons God, why. That, that somebody I, I, should tell Obama. I think it's struggled a little bit. <laughs> he should bit. know that. <laughs> yeah. Did Gee, you thanks, know man. that these guys don't want to compete Well, here's what's other? interesting that Taibbi <laughs> talks about in sure. here that I didn't really know. I hope you choke in your hummus. Yeah, <laughs> I almost did, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> that was um, that's what Jamie called it last week for uh -huh. our listeners. I don't know anything about that. Um, but one of the things that Matt Taby was talking about in this article, and yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this? You I, I highly recommend you just check the article. What is this well, article? it's a it's a very long article. I mean, he's an invest, you know, I guess what's left of investigative journalists, um, and um, so he, I think it, ju it just came out in the in the recent issue, and basically it just says how Washington, it's the titles, how Washington's screwing up health reform, and how it may take a revolt to fix it um, from the people, and. And so he goes in here and explains how before they even went in on August recess, there were four complete bills done. One in the Senate out of the Health Committee. Um, Where and then, it should and come then, Right, from. and then three out of the House. They were the only ones messing around, jacking around, not getting their work done. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's like, well, we, never, we didn't even hear about how half of these were done. I mean, we heard yeah. about HR 3200, but we didn't hear about some of these others. Mm -hmm. And... Um, it's just, it's very interesting. It's, um, it, he talks about Wyden, um, the Th Free Choice Act. He, yeah. so he brings that up. Um, it's just really, it's very well done. I mean, he's, um, it, it, it's going to, it's going to piss you off. Let's, I mean, let's talk about that. What, what is going to piss me off? I'm excited about being pissed off. And I want to know more about this revolt thing. What am I going to have to do? Do I pick up arms? Do I get to pick up arms? Well, I, I, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Um, it's, he basically just talks about how they, you know, the, it's not just their incompetency, that there's more going on here and that Isn't it they've all worked to kill this thing on, on, you know, both sides of the, of the house and that. Hey. Isn't part of it that special interest drives a lot of those guys? Oh, absolutely. I mean, so, I mean they're bought and sold. So when they're making these health plan reforms, they're trying to thread the eye of the needle mm -hmm. with their language and everything so that they can well loophole after loophole yeah too. kind yeah. of appease everybody yes. rather than just kind of stepping back and saying what's the most pragmatic approach to this and saying that's what we're going to do despite yeah. all the different special interests. right and kind of what he alludes to in his which i which is you know it's it's all that shenanigans that mm. they do to really appease their corporate sponsors. I mean, right. let's let's put you know. I mean, why don't they start wearing wearing t-shirts? I mean, let's exactly. do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You guys all become need, like, bikers, like yeah, those guys that exactly. bike. Exactly. And I want to see all the labels <laughs> hey, on you where you're you get need money a bigger from. jacket. Can you imagine? <laughs> that idea has been out um, for years, and I agree with it. I mean, yeah. that you would be sponsored by. Yes. Yeah. You're just gonna <laughs> wear it all around, and you have to reveal it. Yeah. Helmets. Exactly. Well, so you know. So, yes, yeah, so I think because of that, but then they want to make it look like to the American people that they're doing something for them. So they make all this convoluted yeah. stuff, and then they walk around and say, see, government can't do anything right anyways. And then yeah. the American people go, yeah, you can't, because look what you just gave right. us. And it just perpetuates. I it's, agree with that. Um, but here's something interesting. So, you know, you got the gang of six sitting on this finance committee, and for whatever reason, or they must be the most powerful, because everybody talks about how even though there's five other bills, theirs is the most important, I guess, because they're finance. I don't know. Um, so here, you know, we were, we just talked about this a little before. You got this group of six. They represent like 6% of the population of the United States. And because they're, they're from ridiculously small states. Exactly. Montana, Iowa, Wyoming, you know, North Dakota. 
Montana. Um, so here you have, so Max Bach is head of the committee from Montana, got received over $2 million in donations from healthcare. Uh, Grassley, who's next, is two point uh, is two million. Um, Snow from Maine received seven hundred fifty-six thousand. Enzi from uh, where he Wyoming six hundred twenty-seven thousand. Those are the three you know Republicans. And then I'm not sure about um, uh, Kent Conrad or Bingham from New Mexico what they got. But you know Bacchus got two million. So what we I mean, we got you know a group of six people in the back pocket you know of insurance companies and trying to author the bill trying to it's author all, the it's bill, bill. I, anyway yeah. it's it's I, it's ridiculous <laughs> it is i i just can't you know maybe i'm a big believer of widen's plan but you know me competition is really important and and so if you can build exchanges that require competition give consumers the opportunity to pick their own insurance uh and then they're going to make and then subsidize those that can't afford it or are in the lower end then people are going to make their decisions, and, and the best companies and the best will win. And, right. and that seems to be a fair, that's the American system. Why not do that and see what happens? You know, it can't be that complicated. Try it out. Right. Well, so, I, know, I mean, you know, we were, when, you know, Johnson was putting through Medicare, I mean, it was doomsday. It was over. It was going to be the end. It was going to bankrupt our country. It was going to do all of these things, yeah. and, it, and it didn't. It but. Um, here's something interesting he put. He has in the article. He says there's currently more than 1,300 private insurers in the country, and they force doctors to fill out different forms following different reimbursement procedures for each and every one. So yep. they drown them yep. in all of this paperwork, and then they turn around and jack up prices. And he says that nearly a third of all healthcare costs in America are associated with wasteful administration. He goes fully wasteful administration, both on the part I, I, of the uh, of the insurer. Right, which we know is thirty percent, you know, uh, waste anyway, or administrative oh, overhead, overhead anyway. Mm, but yeah. now on the doctors too, mm. because they're requiring so much additional. Mm -hmm. Yes, overhead and, and they don't insurers. have skills in this. Right. right. So every doctor's office, and I, I was hearing a stat that to have a person who can come in who knows how to maneuver the system and, and understands all the different insurance companies and their rules, a doctor's office pays on average it's about an eighty thousand dollar a year job mm. that they have to pay just for somebody overhead. who knows wow. how to do all the. The filing. So he goes on to say here that fully $350 billion a year could be saved on paperwork alone if the U.S. went to a single-payer system. He goes, that's more than enough to pay for the whole thing. He goes, he goes, if, any, he goes if anyone billion? had the balls to stand up and say so. Oh Which, you know, in nobody will say that. No, because no matter who you are, you're, some, you're, you're in the back pocket of health insurance. They hedge their yeah. bets. They give money to everybody. That's how it yeah, works. Yeah, I mean, fortunately, the scrapping of our health care system and the insurance companies for a single-payer system just, you know, isn't going to fly. I mean, it's just, Yeah, no, that's you know, Baca said like, the same thing. It isn't going to yeah, fly, even though it, he thinks it, it's a good idea. It's like maybe, I mean, we drive on the right side of the road. Maybe it is safer to drive on the left side of the road, but we're not going to switch systems. It is what it is, you know. Uh, so the question is, how do we make our current system as efficient as possible? But what that article points out is exactly like, and I posted this on our Facebook page, um, that book that I recommend that people read called The Best Healthcare Anywhere, yes. where that guy did that research, mm -hmm. and it's the VA medical system. And one of the reasons why is because they use electronic record keeping for mm -hmm. everything, they've got a very efficient system, they don't have the overhead that you have with at the $80,000 person at the doctor's office. Right. Yeah. They don't right. have that, and if a doctor, go, if somebody goes to the doctor in on the East Coast, and then they happen to be on the West Coast six they months later, they the just pull right. it up on the computer. They don't have to order anything. I mean, it's just mm -hmm. all seamless and all exactly. tied together. So they can focus on just giving service. Yes. I mean, they have so much data. I don't know if you know this, but one of the examples they were giving in the book is they're pulling so much data out of that system. 
that if all of a sudden hepatitis starts showing up somewhere in America mm -hmm. in the VA, they can notice that and say, wait a second, why are we seeing more of this chronic disease or something in this area? Let's go in and let's mm -hmm. start figuring it out. Why so you can happening. start managing this big pool of people and say, what's going on? Yeah. and how do we address their needs. And, and isn't and this more important considering, I mean, our overuse of antibiotic, I mean, the super bugs that are happening yeah. now because of, you know, our basically over prescri prescribing right. drugs. And so, I mean, we have the chance to really be in a situation where some major mm -hmm. awful stuff comes back to the United States that we haven't dealt with in a long time. And what are we gonna, you know, right. you'd have, to, not gonna you'd know have to have it. a rapid yeah. response. Right. I mean, you'd have to. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, plan. I've heard the medical, you know, electronic, files would be a big one. I think that should um, be part of healthcare reform. Even if you go to an exchange system where people start competing, start setting standards for how you exchange information mm -hmm. and investing money in, in, um, in electronic records so that you can get rid of the inefficiencies you know, right. in the system. Because if you're not going to do a single, single pair where everything's under the same umbrella so you can kind of do that automatically, you have to set some standards at the federal level to force everybody you know, into some kind of system where it levels the playing field. Right. But Right. We'll see. All I know is current plans, basically out there, look like crap. They do. Not yeah. getting anywhere. It's, it's yeah. And I, I'm not. So what did I miss this it. week? I mean, is it, uh, the plan came out of Bacchus's plan today or yesterday. yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah, and it, it just got shellacked. Just left and right. Just oh, everybody. all yeah. over the place. Just ridiculous. Yeah. 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 And there's there's you know of course no public option at all. Oh. Yeah. In it. Oh. Whereas the other four the had other four public had. options in it. Um, All right. So, what's the what's the what's the White House's response? Do we have one yet? No, not yet. Obama's given a lot of uh, talks. <laughs> Wyden and his guys met with uh, Obama yesterday, and there is talk on the Hill that Obama might come out and support it. So, that would be very interesting. Oh, Wyden's plan. Oh, yeah. And see, Wyden's is not one of the four. Wyden's right. has been on the front. He's been ahead of the healthcare debate for quite some time. His has been out there for a few years now. Yeah. Uh, and so it's now maybe you can just get some somebody traction. to listen to. Him. Yeah. I mean, it's got sponsors. It's got like fifteen or twenty co-sponsors. Uh, Democrats and Republicans. Could be though the people co-sponsored it for cover. Yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. they may not be real sponsors. Yeah. It's like you can go on the campaign trail and say I supported it. And right. And then feel but, good about but you that. don't vote for but it. You're not gonna vote for yeah. it. Right. So who really knows? Yeah. Uh, but it is is it because Wyden's kind of the nerd of, of It's exactly Congress. why. He comes from Oregon, right? Yeah. And we're the we're the kind progressive we're the liberals, weirdos up here. we're the weirdos. Uh, he talks with a bit of a lisp, he's not the yeah, yeah. If you've met him before, he's he's a he's a great guy. He's yeah. as nice as can be, uh, but he certainly doesn't strike fear in the hearts of his enemies. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and I think that's probably why he's not real high in any of the committees, and and so I right. think it's mm -hmm. he's probably hasn't gotten the traction that it should. So, that's where I'm. I keep rooting for. We'll see. Well, anyway. all right. This is this is a real downer. Yep. Sorry. Hey, that's, what do we I, have? What do we have? That's good news. I have kudos to for Mary. Really? Yeah. All right. When are you doing Axel shocked? Uh, <laughs> your hummus in your mouth. What's up with that? <laughs> I have kudos for Mary. So last week we were talking, and Mary brought up the subject of some of the anger that's at the rallies and all this kind of stuff and, and some of the signs. And her question was, is there an undertone of racism going on? And we discussed it and said, well, we hope not, maybe, blah, blah. And sure enough, on the front page of the news over the weekend was Jimmy Carter asking the same exact yeah. question, and it's really starting to come up as a debatable point. Yeah. And so, kudos to you for being ahead of the curve. Oh well, that was, that was very observant. By you. three very days. And did By you, a few days. Did you <laughs> see <laughs> some of the signs at that oh, nine twelve rally? Man. Oh, they were horrible. That one where that woman was like, "We've got an African in the zoo. Yeah, we don't need I a just, lion one in the White yeah. House." Yeah. I, I, I mean, Phil and I. 
I mean, literally, I, I'm like, uh, I mean, my mouth, we're both not saying anything. Yeah. We're just like, and then we look at each other with our eyes huge, like, you got to be kidding me. And yeah. she's standing there proud as punch with yeah. that sign. And it's yeah. like that. Ignorance. My just God. Yeah. horrible. It's, uh, it, I like the one where it was, you know, uh, bring, give me back my country, Morans. Oh, yeah. so that one. Uh, yeah, the misspell. guy who can't spell he misspelled morons. moron. <laughs> Morans. <laughs> yeah. All right, you can uh, have it. Okay. Well, you know, in fairness to him, there's not spell check on cardboard. So. <laughs> That's what he needs. There, fairness. <laughs> That's ex you're right, yeah. Mary. I need to give that guy fairness. Okay, no, well, I'm just, I'm just good. You know, Lord. a true liberal would say it's the government's job to provide him with a spell checker so he doesn't make that mistake. Yeah. So, you know, if we were... Spell, spell checks on everything. That's right. There we right. go. We should, uh, and a as spell an instructor, I'm always like, I wish a whiteboard had spell check. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you know, sometimes you're in front of the class and you're like... I just abbreviate it yeah. and stuff. <laughs> You just take out or, all the vowels and yeah, put a period. Or I, or yeah, I scribble right. it really yeah, and say, yeah. "Oh, you can't read my script." Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So kudos yeah, to yeah. you for being ahead of the curve and and the discussion. Well, and I and I haven't seen much on that, but I just heard he's getting just annihilated, well, Jimmy Carter. Well, uh, by the right, I guess. Is, well, I wouldn't be the first time for him, uh, poor guy. Bill Cosby, who I have a lot of respect for, came out and asked the same question today. Uh, and, and Bill's always been known for speaking his mind. And on both sides, Bill is the one who said that African-American men need to quit bitching and start mm -hmm. standing up and taking care of their families, right. and good for him for saying that. And, and Obama said that. And Obama said that. And, mm -hmm. and Bill Cosby's coming up and saying, you know, maybe there is a little bit of undertone of anger here, yeah. and, and we, need to, we need to think about that, you know, as a society. So kudos to him for following him and Jimmy Carter for following Mary's lead. Yeah, they heard uh, they me must on the show. I'm <laughs> expecting they're big fans of this show, yeah. which are. is where they've taken that That's idea right. and they've been so, running man, with that. that so. chick's got some ideas Yeah, up there. exactly. I'm, I really we're, yeah. we're still climbing the leading edge of the bell curve. <laughs> <You know. laughs> uh, it's also the discussion I've seen come out too is not only is it the issue of uh, racism, but the issue of anger that's in America right now. We talked about this last week as well, and because it seems like a more angry time. And is it related to the, the you know having a, a black man as president? Is it because the economy sucks and people are just feeling this stress in general? I mean, what is it? But uh, but certainly it does feel like there's it a little does. more anger in the air and, and on TV and that kind of stuff. And so. that just everything's more negative. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And, and maybe it's, you know, the news is still the same as it always is with all its stories. But because of what, you know, the underlying things going on in society, it feels like there's more bad things happening, more crime, more killing, more all this well, stuff. And, and there probably isn't. It's just, you're, yeah, yeah, you're probably you know more. It. You're attuned to you're it. Attuned to or it we, yeah, or we report on it more. I yeah. don't know. Even the front of Time magazine is... Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, what is his name? Look at this oh, picture here. Uh, exactly Glenn, Glenn Beck, Beck yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so no, kind of the please, discussion. Please, Glenn Beck. Oh my God. Well, and, and I can't. The guy the he guy makes cries me constipated. Like every five minutes. He, well, a, you know, he's he's what, a passionate oh. guy. No, and, he's and, but, an actor. He yeah, is but, an actor. But the question in Time fraud. Magazine is: Is Glenn Beck bad for America? Yes. And it's you know driving this this really wedge down. You're either with me or against me, and there's very little ground and. I'll bleed, you know, I'll cry on my, on, on my shirt for every little tiny thing that's American right. and, and I'll be angry and all pissed off if I disagree with you. Uh, you know, is that, is that the sign of the times or, or I don't know? I don't know. But 
there was an interesting thing with him where his rally, which I thought, you know, that was his whole thing, the 912 thing. 912 well, project, and he wasn't even there. Seven years, or in 2001, <laughs> right, he said, he, he, or 2003, I think he was on the radio show saying how much he hated the families of the 9-11 survivors because they just wouldn't quit their bitching. And now he's doing 912. The guy uh, is a snake oil salesman. Yeah. This is, yeah. That's but all he is. But he wasn't even at his own rally. Well, and the question is, is he, he care. is he feeding off of anger <laughs> and just kind of driving And it's racking up his ratings, yeah. and there you go. Yeah. yeah. Did you uh, see Because it's harder to be positive, I think, and raise people up than it is to be angry and divide them. Yes. I mean, I think it's oh, easy yeah. to do that. Oh, well, it's easy and, to divide yeah. them. Uh, and, and the whole kind of rising above that and trying to raise every, and I go back to Ronald Reagan. One of the things Ronald Reagan did pretty good, he was, he was the optimist, so he tended yeah. to talk that way, but I think that's harder to do. It's yeah. easy to be angry frustrated so yeah very yeah. true what, what I thought was was fascinating was you know to, had the rally and I think he was on Fox News and they were talking about how successful the rally was and <clears throat> somebody from Fox said yeah it looks like there's estimates of you know 60 this was from the fire department mm -hmm. the police departments right 60,000 he goes oh yeah. no 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 we had 1.2 million he goes this university he goes oh, I don't know which one it was but this university did a, a study you know where they look at uh, they look at photographs and they measure body space you know and it's like you can't even name if this is true you're like some university don't know who it is right um, yeah. And so then some other people went back and went back to the fire department and said, you know, report us. Is the 1.2 million and the fire department's like, no, we stand by our estimates of, of 60, you know, in the 60,000. Right. <laughs> it was just like, you, anyway. It's uh, his, I don't know if this is his he just, website. Glenn he just Beck. says Com. whatever he wants to say, whether is it's it? true or not. This is, what I, this is what I love. Glenn Beck, the Glenn Beck program, the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. <laughs> well, at least he's at least he's it's a fusion of something. I'll well, at least that. he's admitting that it's partly entertainment. Yeah, problem is his true. audience I mean, that's doesn't. At least being somewhat legitimate. It is true. It is true. People but take a lot of that as the gospel. Right. And, and, and then you come up with signs like that at those rallies. Right. right? And then the signs Morans, that were obviously yeah. printed by somebody, by some company. Sure. Sure. Or it could have been. What was an that individual. one? Very Obamacare with Kennedy. Oh really? There was yeah. one. There were those, oh, and those man, were please. those were fancy printed yeah, ones. It could so have been somebody, an individual, oh, yeah. though. I don't like to throw companies on. Somebody the bus. went you to Kinkos. That. Somebody right. professionally made the signs. But that Jamie, mean, but there's I no way that, that I sat at home. Right. And yeah, yeah, I, I can, can do, that. do that. Nobody's going to censor me at Kinkos. Yeah, they could, no, I could print I do that. I could even print more. Somebody could have gone off and done a bunch of stuff. Yeah, exactly. So you know, don't throw one to the bus. Remember, I already called you out on that one on the insurance companies. 3.3% profit okay. there, way no, under profit, the top. Profit, profit margin. margin. Okay, right. but what's the amount of money they're making? Oh, that, that's that's not my point. They're, and the, where they got that from was the S&P 500. So okay. I, I, I'm guessing they're because they're the top 500 companies, they're making billions of dollars just like other companies, okay. right? So their profit margin is less than, say, like GE, for example, that you buy light bulbs from. So yeah, but I mean, GE's got like 30 subsidiaries and a whole bunch of stuff. But so my my point is, I it, you can't necessarily throw all health insurance companies under the bus. Well, that that was my. And point. what my point was is, uh, you know, I'm not talking about how much money they make. I'm talking about the, what they do. This this crap that we talked about, this oh, pre-existing yeah. stuff, um, denying people. You know, here's you know, I put out on right. my Facebook page the other day about a colleague that I, I know. I saw that whose wife with dementia, okay, he's paying $8,000 a month in health care. Yeah. He had That's to liquidate insane. his 401k. Yeah, so there goes his retirement. I mean, this is what I mean. Like, this stuff is all connected. Yeah. Everything is, and it can't be looked at in isolation. Yeah. No, and I agree with that. And I tend to argue that 
that the challenge is a systemic one in terms of we don't have a system of competition, which then allows those health com companies to act like that. Because but who's there the, to, but there's the nothing end, there though, to check them. Is it, no you know, what's the definition of, a, you know, the main purpose of a business, which is to make is money to make for money. its stockholders or its Absolutely. stakeholders. Yeah. Um, so that's that's been, peop you know, my whole point the whole time, which was healthcare should not be something that's for profit because it, it it's something that people have to have. I don't have to have Nike shoes. I don't have to buy Johnson and Johnson products to survive. I you know these kinds of things. But right. but here's healthcare a, is at the core <coughs> of of quality of life I don't, here. I don't I, I, I don't think I don't think that's enough because uh, when you say things like I don't have to buy Johnson and Johnson products. You know what? You anytime you eat a soy product you're eating Monsanto whether you want to or not, you yeah. have to. Now that's the next. I mean, what's after healthcare? All right, we've already had this question. financial meltdown, right? The right. dirty money's not off the books. No. At what point do I am I liquidating my four hundred one k because some uh, uh, bastard on Wall Street lost my uh, lost all my investments, or yep. or because well, of what? That affects my quality of life. My food affects my quality of life when all I can get are the unhealthy, mass-marketed, mass-produced products from cows that are standing in their own fecal matter. I mean, at some point, yeah. all of this comes home to roost, and right now it it's healthcare that's coming and home to roost. Food but is what's tied next to is food. What's well, after and, that? And that is the worry of the far right, which says if you allow takeover of healthcare, what's the next? Group? That's right. That no. should be the worry, but, and, and it should be a discussion, though, not of just governments taking over everything, but how the hell do did we get this way, right? How right. did we get to the point where we have to have a babysitter yeah. because our businesses are we too out of control? We can't, can't trust them. them. I mean, I think that's a, a big piece. And I would actually it argue. It makes me come off like regulation. a lunatic. It's, I'm not a lunatic. The government so. doesn't need to take over the food <clears throat> industry. They just need to have they need a babysitter. some regulations, some rules in place that they all have to adhere to, and when they don't adhere to them, they get fined. I, I, well, and, and we do, but I mean, there might not be enough. And part of the challenge well, is, well, we have I, a hack I, in the FDA. Anyway. I think that, I think that we could go back and say one of the things that's allowed companies to grow pretty big is technology. Uh, it's allowed them to quickly move money around. It allows them to quickly buy companies, uh, quickly assimilate them. Technology lowers your barrier of entry. You can take a product and uh, rebrand it really quickly and put it under your name. And so. I think technology has made these big conglomerates a lot more manageable than they've ever been before. And, and we haven't caught up with how to manage technology. It, it's, it's ahead of us uh, at this point, and we're playing catch up. The financial situation, they were figuring out new products faster than we could regulate them. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of, you know, and then of course, different things happen with paying people off in politics. But they were well, advancing the Well, but the, the finance and real estate industry, there'd been a yeah. lot of deregulation on them there over the been, last eight years, which time, started to help some of this. Technology allowed a lot of things to happen that couldn't happen before, and so they're they're way ahead of the government, and, and then you get in this hole, and so we haven't yet figured out how to manage the technology in our, you know, in our society. Right. I think well, that's here, a big part of Here's the bottom line. Here, I mean, here's, the, you know, when, you, when you're dealing with money, okay, and, you know, if you, if you, if you go with some Buddhist principles, which is that we cling to the things that we that we deem as our self-identity and we get very concerned of losing that because it's not about necessarily losing the money but if our self-identity is tied up in the money then, then we, we cling to things and we get even more and this is where people who have a lot of money still want more and more of it because it's 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 part of who they are it's tied mm -hmm. to their self-worth their self-esteem and their self-identity mm -hmm. and so if you give that and you think about it, then 
the bottom line is people, some people are always going to be figuring out how to shirk the system and screw sure. people to make more money. I, I mean, that 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 is the negative side of capitalism. Absolutely. On the other side, there's lots of positive, but that's the negative side of it. There will always be a group of people trying to figure out how to get around Absolutely. the rules and how to screw people. And so if you end up, if you don't have any regulation, if you end up shoving the government, you know, in a corner, or if you're like, um, oh gosh, who was it that said this? You know, you want to, uh, you want to strangle the government until it's small enough that you can drown it in a bathtub. Who said that? I don't know. Uh, it was a conservative. Grover North Thomas Jefferson. No, Grover. Benjamin North Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. What I'm, what I'm My hero. He says everything. <laughs> that dude said ben, everything. Yes, now, did. we know Ben Franklin never said such a thing. <laughs> anyway, but so if you go, do you see what yes. I mean? And so It's that, all about balance. It's all about balance. Yeah. And you've got to have some regulation. I mean, I worked in the financial industry for 10 years. I understand. That's what you're motivated by. That's what you're in the business for. Yes. When yes. your product is money. Yes. yes. Yeah. So you're always trying to come up with new creative investments that that get you more money. That's what the derivative scandal was of the 1990s when yeah. you had you know these crazy derivatives that people were buying and they didn't even know what they were worth. And one day they had an investment that was supposed to be worth a million, and the next day it yeah. was zero. I mean, it is all about balance and doing that without choking out the things that make capitalism right. great. Right. And, and exactly. It, it, and it, it can be done. I, I'm one of these I don't people. I don't believe it can't be done. I think it can be done, but it's always gonna it's always gonna fluctuate between too much regulation or not enough regulation. I, I mean, it's just the natural way of things. That we'll put in a bunch of regulation, and people come along and say it's too much, and so then we'll deregulate, and something will happen, and we'll re-regulate again. I think that's just the way the way it's going to be. But it goes that, back to your issue of, of technology: is that the regulation cycles are now so far off the yeah, technological cycles that yeah, that we, and that's we a don't, struggle. Yeah. Yeah, and and the the challenge of capitalism is capitalism is based upon greed. Exactly. And, and so then that's you, and, the and that's okay. I mean, right? That's I mean that by mm -hmm. its definition. But then there is healthy greed, and then there's unchecked unhealthy greed, and right. it's trying to find the balance the, between the, the two. The thing though that's different this time around, though, and I don't know, check me on this because it's really been this is the piece that weighs on me more than anything. It's that that the the ferocity of the conservative arguments against regulation are they're so. Uh, they're so loud that they've lost sense. Well, I would I I wouldn't say it's conservative because I don't I don't I consider no, myself a conservative. No, the far the far right or say neocon. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, neocon. Yeah, neocon. And and I agree. And I think that technology has allowed the fringe groups to amplify their message with with a megaphone like never before. Mm -hmm. Where before maybe they were kind of ostracized a little bit. And, and do they deserve a place at the table? Sure, they do. Everybody does. But, but they're able to resonate pretty loudly you know, throughout and, and make points to the uneducated that may not be you know, very valid points. And it drives these big wedges. And did you see, did you see the YouTube video of Franken at the State Fair in Minnesota? No. no. Did you see uh, that? No. He was accosted by the lunatic fringe. <clears throat> and is this out on YouTube? It's I on YouTube. It? It's it's fantastic because you know he takes about ten minutes and he talks them down. He by, really does by discussing it with by them. discussing yeah. it and being yeah. not he he was not louder than they were. Right. He was persistent and more persistent than they were. And eventually they got tired of saying the same thing over and over again. And he ended up just getting the airspace to yeah. talk. Yeah. Well, and, that's and there was. Um, Sorry, but did you, did Claire McCaskill did that really well in her Missouri one. I don't know if you saw that where they were all. And so she just went through a series of asking questions. Yeah. 
and got them where in the end they were like, no, oh, yes. Uh. Well, and you know what? Like, Franken, I'm not sure what, Franken, what I'm for. What Franken, <laughs> that was it, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. No, but you know what? What Franken did so, so well is he latches on to the one little bit of, of truth that they may yeah. be having, right. and he goes crazy for that. He says, you are absolutely right, right. about that, right. and you are a better person because you're right about that. And, and then, then he goes and off. educates them, and they're at the end. They ended up being, you know, yeah. fairly civil, uh, civil. But in, in thirty second sound bites, we don't do that. We don't exactly. do that. You can't we do can't that in do fifteen it. minutes. It's it's really challenging, I, and it it goes back. To, and this even goes back to. Uh, so yeah, YouTube actually. What's his name that was when just censored by the by the center oh, of the house? Joe right? Wilson. Joe Wilson. Um, this whole thing about civility. How can we have this discourse if we're sitting there yelling at each other that, that you're a liar and we don't sit down and we don't just talk about it yeah. to try to come to right. a reasonable point uh, and say, all right, we disagree here and we agree here and pull out the facts and let's have a have an intellectual debate about it and mm -hmm. you know we'll see where we, we arrive. And but if you're just calling people liars and you're holding up signs and that kind of then you don't get anywhere. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's unfortunately I mean, what who a lot of people, people are doing. Like, it just like feels a like football you game you with their sign on their chair. At the table. <laughs> You know, you lose your seat at the table if you talk like that. That's I, you know. Do you think Wilson should have been censored, Joe Wilson? Wilson by his. Um, by, uh, oh yeah. By, I, you know, he, I, he's I from the Senate, right? Mm -hmm. or the state? No, he, or, or no, he's House. House. He's, he's House. House. So he's censored. So by he's the House. under the rules, Rebukes, whereas you know, because right? the Senate. That was okay. the House chamber they were in, so it's House rules. So I guess they have rules about what you can say yeah. and not mm -hmm. say, and you know. It's you're never supposed protocol. to. It's no, even in even on the floor when you're debating. Yeah. You you're don't never shout supposed out to whatever they call. Well, you can do well, that. There were words you can, though you you're can, not supposed to use. No, you're not supposed to do something where you accuse them, where right. it gets personal, and you right. lie as a per, however, whatever the term they use. Whereas you can sit and say, no, I have a problem with your point right. there, and you're on the issues. But you can't yeah. sit and say, well, it's because you're a liar, or right. or, or you're, you're in the back, you're, you're yeah, in the back pocket. Can't in, they can't say those kinds of right. things. It's right. So based on that, thing. yeah, he should be censored. He should be censored. Yeah, yes. Or rebuked I, or whatever it was. It was, you know, he's rude. It and was and poor I'd say if, it was, if it was a Democrat that did it during the Bush yeah. administration and those yeah. were the rules, I would have said the same thing. Oh he shouldn't God. have died. It was Somebody would have thrown up a lung. The interesting thing to me is he's raised more money than his opponent. Pretty close. I mean, I think there aren't they. Are they pretty close now? Well, I don't know. I mean, they've I raised. Seen... He, last time I had looked, and this had been last well, week. Well, they've sometime. got bumper stickers now. Oh yeah. He, oh yeah. He had raised a ton of money. Yeah. This was a guy that nobody even really knew, and. Um, but see, he's getting he's the neocons the... saying, "You go, Joe mm -hmm. Wilson, right, or whatever yep. his name yep. is. You go. You stand up for us. Obama's a big right. liar. Blah blah blah. Right. So. And an interesting thing. Now, I cannot. We'd need to find this to see if it's true. But one night when I was listening, driving home from teaching class. I was listening to this guy, and he was talking about Joe Wilson. And, you know, Joe Wilson's whole thing was the immigration. You, know, you lie about the immigration, <clears throat> which, you know, how many people, I mean, on both sides have said it's not true. It was not, you know, it's yeah. never been part of it. He was wrong. <clears throat> what this guy was saying, that in 2003, in his state of South Carolina, he was on board with giving <laughs> uh, uh, immigrants insurance. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. At that time? At that time. And so, so what the, where this guy was going was, this wasn't about that. Mm -hmm. It was about race. Um, because if, it, if the guy was truly that passionate about that, well, then right. why in 2003 did right. he support did such he support a resolution right. or whatever it was? And I think it was a, low, it was a South Carolina. Well, we haven't solved um, the immigration but, issue because, or the illegal alien issue. Because health care, one of the challenges is, is supporting people who don't have insurance. Yeah. 
and yeah. also supporting people who don't have insurance happens to be illegal. And so even by forcing people to get insurance, what do you do with people do that come? Do illegals really even go to the hospital? Well, <laughs> evidently they do. I mean, you'd have to wait. Emergency and, rooms. Yeah, we'd have to dig up some stats, but I, I think they're there working is, on the dirtiest jobs in our country. Yeah, and probably no, they, I mean they're going to go ones. be taken to the uh, to the emergency room. Probably the ones with. So aren't with they mostly too scared to ever go anywhere where there's no, anybody that would? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. We'd have to do some research. But then how do you, this whole healthcare <laughs> right, debate, right. we but don't seem to ever really Jesus, talk about you that. You need it because if you didn't, I mean, that's the thing. Then that's they're, the, then they're not going and they're so walking much. around with some godforsaken, you know, contagious disease that's then getting everybody else sick or, well, you know, I, or they're I'm, laying on the street corner with their. I'm not going to stereotype them like that and everybody runs across the border. I'm not saying that. some godforsaken disease that they're going to give everybody. That's not what I was implying. <laughs> I was implying, which is why you, you need to have an avenue for people yes, to get care because yes, it, it hurts us if they don't. If they don't. Yeah, not I mean, it's like why it's like why not you should South get Carolina. your swine flu uh, shot, Pete. Because if you catch it, statistically, you're going to infect three other people, dude, and we don't need that. No, man, just and get me started get on swine flu. Disease, you know what? No, and you're the, not going to turn into a problem with swine flu is that the, the, it does not help you. The studies that are coming out now are saying that it helps. You know what? It helps. 0.81% of those who are vaccinated oh, with it are actually that, helped. Find that data and post it on Facebook. Dude, we don't you're gonna, you want to throw down on yeah. this? That yeah. thing already, scares the bejesus out of me. I, I know you're shaking. I'm I not going to do it. I already got my, and you know my what the regular is? flu shot. You already did? Oh, dude, I'm promise. looking good. I feel good. The, I haven't, you know, started. You don't look that good. Well, <laughs> I kid. Not even going to go there. Because I love. Yeah. Here's the thing. The, the, the thing is this, that they, the problem with the swine flu is that it attacks, it, it is far more virulent to healthy people because your, it, your own immune system attacks it. And the, the, uh, the antivirus, or the, anti, uh, the vaccine doesn't do anything about what's okay. called the cytos, cytosine So here's attack. what I'm going to do. I'm not going to wow. run on innuendo. And, Can you get and it? We are going to find some real facts. We're going to post them on the website and we're going to talk about it because I am going to get it at this point when so it comes out. So it's a out. separate shot. Yeah, it is a separate shot. It's okay. only one. You don't have to get two doses. Uh, everybody in my family is going to get it. I mean, my wife's What do you mean two worker. doses? Do you normally get well, two doses? Well, they were talking that it might have to be two doses, oh, oh, which okay. they were worried about then compliance wouldn't be very high. How do you I get mean, people in for the back? second one? Yeah. Right, right. right, so now they're talking one. Uh, but make All it be known the, yeah, that I did get my regular flu shot. If you, if you really shot. need two flu shots, wouldn't you want to say, you know what, you just have to get two flu shots. You know what that is? A sign that they don't know shit about what this oh, thing does. Oh, that's not true, dude. They had to sit down and figure out uh, what was the antibody They had to sit down response. and make up stuff. They're not making up stuff. You, oh, you my you, God. The liberal left. Liberal left. Yeah, yeah, the liberal I'm left. I'm not part the, of this conversation. Un uneducated arguments is just horrible. <gasps> oh, oh, the nerve. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm on the website now. I have All right. it. Okay, you so find he's it. finding it. You find so it. So here's, here's an interesting story. I What about the chick found in the wall? What? The chick found in the wall. On CSI? No, in real life, that gal up in that college this. campus. I don't know about it. You don't know. You got to fill us in on this. Um, was she alive? No, no. She was. Um, what can't? Well, it's Annie Lay, Lee or Lee. Some say Lay, and then, but her name is Ellie. So I would so think that's Lee. So she was Lee. found in the campus. She was. Yeah, she didn't. She disappeared. She's about How to be married. Ago? Oh, this is just all coming out. How hmm. long ago did she disappear? Not oh, long ago. Um, she. I think she had. Wait, let me find the original. Um, September? No, that's when she was found. Like, she was found on the day she was supposed to get married. Oh, so she so didn't she, disappear that long. No, it had been ma like maybe right. four days or something right. like that. Oh, and they just arrested her fiance. Yeah, right? Didn't I no, see not that? her fiance. Oh. A lab tech that lab also tech. worked with her at the oh. university. No, her fiance was exonerated. Cleared or or what, yeah, cleared wow. or whatever. 
Um, she was found, oh, it was Yale. Wow. Um, at Yale University, and um, she was found um, stuffed in the wall. And what I don't know is how did they find her? Was it starting to smell? I don't know. Man, that's sick. Um, There's some sick bastards out there. Anyway, 26, 26 <laughs> years old or something like that. Um, or how about this one, though? Do you guys see the video with the white kid that was beat up on the bus by all the black kids? No, I did not. Did you guys not. see that? No. Oh, <laughs> Let's like, come up with more stories that we know no detail on. Oh, oh man. God, it was like can. huge <laughs> news. Let's see, so, what else? So um, this white kid... Uh, on a school bus, yeah, uh, trying to find a seat, and I actually saw the video, uh, beat up uh, very, very badly by uh, you know a few black kids and, and other people standing around, all African Americans, basically cheering him on, you know. And, and, the, and the question was, <laughs> is that racism, right? So if, if it had been the other way around, the it's cry, racism. The cry would have been, you know, racism. No, if, it's if racism. it would have been white kids beating up black kids, if it's the other way around, is it racism? My opinion, absolutely. absolutely. There's no of course difference, it is. right? Yeah. It, it's the same thing. But uh, there was a big debate for a few days about that. Uh, and then what do they do and how do they handle it? And is it to be handled the same or not? Of course or, it is. My opinion, it should be handled the same. It should be looked <laughs> at as probably. Doesn't make any sense. You know, and we're and just curious, where was the bus driver? Uh, I, don't, I don't remember the. I'd have to. Driving I'll, to couldn't I'll find pull it. over or something. Yeah. I'll, I'll, and I'll, I'll post it. Yeah, because it was pretty interesting. Wow. So. I mean, that would be, because that'd be, as a parent, that'd be one of, just as a concern, you know, well, what was, yeah, where was supervision? Where's the bus driver? Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it can maybe start, but if it's getting. Right. Impressive. Yeah, the video was from the bus camera, you know, that they had taken it. And so interesting. It was, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'd say it's the same thing, and it should be treated the too. same way. That isn't. I would, too. Okay, I just got to go back to the swine flu. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, so get a load of this. Uh, the. The vast majority of healthcare workers are not going to get the swine flu. Uh, majority of healthcare workers refuse the seasonal flu shot. The most common reason given for the refusal, and rightfully so, was potential side effects, followed by questions about the vaccine's efficacy. Even among a focus group of uh, 85 people recently, uh, very few said they would get vaccinated in the event of the pandemic. Um, that's okay, uh, not the but, but thing. Hold but hold on, listen, hold on. They but say, here's, this, here's what Dr. McCullough says, uh, frequent hand washing, staying away from crowded places and sick people, and eating well to maintain immune system. These sen sentiments are right on, as it's the health of your immune system, which is primarily controlled by your lifestyle habits, that will keep you healthy during a flu outbreak. A vaccine is not the answer, and in fact, often causes many other more serious health problems. Uh, vaccine safety advocates everywhere are beginning to make a serious dent. According to a recent Fox News poll, the majority of people in the U.S. now believe the swine flu vaccine is deadlier than the actual virus. So wait a second. First of all, I question you because you are listening to a Fox poll. I'm not. I, I'm not. <laughs> I, I was doing that because I thought that that's talking to your base. Uh, uh, um, oh, so talking to your base. I, I don't know. That this we is have, from Reuters. I don't uh, know that we have time to go. An emerging that. health threats journal. Let's get. But, why don't? Who can we? Who can we have come join us and let's talk? So I mean, really, vaccines in general, because there is the should. whole kind of um, debate around getting your kids with all those yeah. vaccinations. Yeah. Well, I'll call Jim Carrey and his wife, Dr. <laughs> Jennifer Ann. Can you get your buddies down yeah. here? Exactly. Okay, uh, uh, news, let's, let's Dr. Jennifer Ashton and NBIC's uh, Barbara Fisher discussing the possible dangers of f swine flu versus the more serious H1N1 vaccine. Uh, I mean, it just left so and right, let, the medical resources. I want to have real this conversation data. before I go get one. Yeah, let, let's have real data. It's I serious. Mean, yeah. it, it, just it's because health, healthcare workers aren't going to get it, it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't believe it. And I'll tell you why. My wife's healthcare worker, 
And what she'll tell you is, because she's exposed to so much stuff all the time, her immune system is on hyper overload all the time. Yeah. And so what the feeling is, is a lot of those healthcare workers is that they don't need it and it's just a waste of time for them and, and it might potentially make them get a headache I'd buy and feel that. a little ill for a I'd couple buy days. That. So to say that 85,000 healthcare workers aren't going to get it, you know, they probably won't. No, no, no. Because they generally I, don't know, think they need to. Uh, so I, I, I can't run with that and say, your particular point was that the, the swine flu flu virus or, or shot didn't protect, only protected like 0.8% and, or something And causes like more trouble okay, than it's worth. So, so if we go back to those, you know, <clears throat> kind of data points, instead of looking at the anecdotal, who's going to get it and who not, let's right. try and find data on that to say, is that true? Because if it's true and it only helps less than 1%, why would I get it? Right, I agree. Right. But but I'm not. I've never seen that Because it'd be a hassle having to get to a place. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So let, let's yeah. start there. And, okay. and we'll put I've that got. Up on I the site. just can't find that that site. It's okay. I, that, it's it's okay for you to make up facts. You the left oh, does that dude. all the time in terms of drive their point oh, home. Oh my goodness. Where where we conservatives oh, in the middle my really try to stick with the facts to we make love sure that we the get projection. the truth out there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, so with that, isn't it about time for us to stop for this? We do, but I have one last question for you guys. <laughs> yeah, she just keeps going. Look at this. And you're like, the one who I, has to leave right I know, now. I know I do need to leave. Yeah. I'd like you to know what, what you guys think. What do you think it costs each month for uh, to uh, raise Michael Jackson's three kids? Oh, wow. I'm going to say wow. 80 grand. I am going to say three kids, 300, I'm going to say 300,000. A month? Yeah. $300,000 a month to well, raise them? because it's Michael Jackson's kids. Oh. I mean, it doesn't cost that much for my kids. My, my bill's slightly less than that. Right. But, <laughs> but it takes a lot to come up with those three diamond-studded gloves. I, I'm, I'm thinking Hands they probably have their own them. private doctor. They've got their own private nanny. Well, you got to have all the guards, too. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, um, I'm guessing 300000 a month. So well, you know, $3.5 okay. a year. All right. Well, Pete wins because oh, wow. the answer, well, the judge just... Um, approved for a monthly stipend for Michael's mother uh -huh. to get $86,000 a month from the... Wow. 86 grand a month. Pretty much right on the money. Well, and by extension, yeah. I'm also right about this healthcare uh -huh. virus thing. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. So we will see. We will we see. We will pick that I'm, up right. next week. I truly look forward yes. to seeing I do uh, too. More and about and that. we still, okay, next week, really, really, really... We're going to talk about Hillary Clinton. We are going to oh, talk okay. next week. We've got to talk about her. Yes, yeah. we oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're going to do that. Okay. Groovy. We're off. Yeah, we're I think out. we are. I, I think the, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, <laughs> find us at uh, beer30live.com. And uh, uh, you got a new machine. We're out. <laughs>